Radio. Jesus uses some frightening words in this weekend's gospel. He talks about signs and the sun, the moon and the stars, nations in agony, men dying of fear, the clamor of the ocean and its waves. And all these things he says will happen when the Son of Man comes again. Advent is a season where we're preparing for Christmas, as I said at the beginning. We're preparing to celebrate Jesus' birth. We're celebrating then his first coming. But it's also a time when the church asks us, in the readings it gives us, to consider the second coming, the day of the Lord that Jesus speaks about in that gospel. Jesus tells his disciples they must stay awake, they must be alert. And he also tells them to pray that when the time comes, they may stand with confidence before him. So when we speak of preparation during this season of Advent, that's really the most important thing we're preparing for. We're preparing our souls so that we are ready to meet Jesus Christ when that moment of judgment comes, when we go to meet him. The opening prayer of today's Mass speaks about this kind of preparation. In the new translation that we've had this past seven years, we have this beautiful expression. It says, Grant your faithful, we pray, Almighty God, the resolve to run forth to meet your Christ with righteous deeds at his coming. It used to say that prayer, simply go forth to meet him. But running forth seems to me a much better image for us in Advent because it sounds to me like eagerness. We're called to live our life in such a way that when we come to meet Jesus Christ, we're going to meet a friend, not a stranger. So a faithful Catholic shouldn't be approaching Jesus with fear and trepidation. We should be running forth into his arms because we have a wonderful relationship with him. And that's what God wants for each one of us. So sometimes though we do have a kind of unholy fear. We do have fear and trepidation when it comes to Jesus. And why is that? Well, it can be a variety of things. Sometimes it's because we know that things in our life are not as they should be. We're in a state of serious sin and we know that something needs to change. We know that we need to convert. We know that we can't just carry on as we have been doing, but we put it off or we get distracted or we tell ourselves, well, faith isn't too important, really. But that fear within us tells us something useful. It talks of the urgency of conversion. The fact that God desires more than anything us to come back to him. This is the reason why Jesus talks about conversion as an urgent thing. We must get ready. We must be awake. We must be ready for that meeting with him. But sometimes that fear can be due to a bit of a warped image of what God is like. 
So sometimes when we think of God, we think of a kind of wrathful headmaster who enjoys inflicting punishment on his pupils. We can think he constantly disapproves of us and that he's impossible to please, that he's just waiting for us to slip up. And sometimes we're afraid because we think that our sins and our weakness are too great, that we've been too, too unfaithful, that God can't really love me. God can't really love me after everything I've done. How could he love me, sinner that I am? Now it's true that we see in the person of Jesus that God is not some kind of softy. So C.S. Lewis used to say that sometimes we see God as a kind of benevolent but senile grandpa who lives in heaven. So he's just happy as long as everyone is having a good time. And he's, he's content for that. But that's not the truth of it. Because God's love for us, Jesus' love for us is a ferocious love, if you like it. It's a love which is fiery, a love which is alive, and which never stops being poured out on us because he wants us to be holy. He wants us to be saints. And God will not allow us to slip into our comfort zone. God will never allow us to just rest on our laurels and say, well, enough with that. I'm content with the way I am. God is always egging us on to something more. He's pleading with us to cooperate with his grace and prepare ourselves to meet with him. So this season of Advent, like other seasons in the church's year, is an opportunity to do a kind of spiritual MOT. How are things going for us? Is our spiritual health what it should be? Is there something on our conscience that we need to bring to confession, that we need to bring to God's forgiveness? Is there something which is getting in the way of my relationship with God? Is there something which is a constant obstacle in the way? So maybe there's something we need to stop doing this Advent. But also, there's many things that we could be doing. Perhaps we could decide to read something or to pray something each day. Perhaps we could get together with others to do some kind of act of charity to help those who are in need. Anything that will help us grow closer to the Lord. Because the Lord wants us to relish that encounter with him at the end of our life. He wants us not to approach him with fear and trepidation, but to run forth and to throw ourselves into his arms. As a free, not-for-profit service, Cradio requires the support of people like you to help keep us going in our mission. To donate, visit cradio.org.au slash donate.